trying to make bigger profits in your small business, like many of us, I'm sure you're feeling it. Business is hard. And now more than ever, you need to have a plan to help your business not just survive, but thrive. I'm Marcia Reiner. I'm a profit and business strategist on a mission. I've helped tons of small business owners to establish and implement a tangible plan that guarantees increased profitability and guides your growth. I want to share some strategies that I've earned and learned with you on today's Profit with a Plan podcast. I'm super excited to have my guest today, Rochelle Wiseman. Rochelle is a professional writer, book coach, editor, and ghostwriter. Trained as a journalist, she wrote for news outlets and then shifted into marketing content, ebooks, and books for business clients. She coaches clients on how to write their own book for their business or even memoirs. For her business book clients, she has discovered that creating a great outline is crucial for writing an effective book with confidence. That is what inspired her to create an online course to help writers with this important outline foundation for their book writing process. If they prefer not to write the book themselves, she can ghostwrite it for them. Rochelle is passionate about helping business entrepreneurs, coaches, and consultants to write a book to gain authority, credibility, visibility, and profitability for their business. Wow, Rochelle, we're so excited to have you on today. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. Thank you for inviting me. Excellent. So um, I've written a book and I probably should have had someone uh, help me and clear up a few of the mistakes that had it, but I wanted to have it from my own voice and really um, use it as a marketing tool. How do you coach people to really, truly write a fantastic book that can help their business grow? So first of all, uh, what, what I find is that people are hesitant to even try to write a book for their business because it sounds like a daunting project. And they have in mind that they're going to try and write a 250 page brilliant bestseller, like something that uh, you know, famous business authors have written like Patrick Lencioni or um, Brandon Bernard or, you know, those kind of books. And it's like, no, 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 no. You don't, those guys, their first book, that was not a, a bestseller. And it, you know, it wasn't 250 pages and you didn't buy it for 40 bucks at Barnes and Noble, right? Right. So what I think people need to get their heads around is that there are a lot of books out there that are essentially a business card book it's a it's a book it's a book that functions like a business card and of course none of us have touched a business card through the entire pandemic right (laughs) right i have a whole box of them sitting on the on the shelf (laughs) we all have a shoebox full of business cards so what i mean by that though is it's a book that introduces you to people Ah. it's a book that it's a book that tells people who is this person and do i want to work with them So I'm talking about a book for entrepreneurs who are consultants or coaches or public speakers, or, um, you know, maybe they're a consultant, those kinds of people. And people want to know if they know, like, and trust them before they will buy their services. So what the book does is it gives a bigger introduction to you than your website does it creates that sense of authority because this person has written a book, first of all, right, right off the bat, you have credibility if you've written a book. I love that. So, I mean, you, you know, you mentioned, you mentioned that um, 
you know, we're all we're all trying to write this gigantic book and have it be a bestseller. What is the size for somebody who wants to start for themselves? You know, that first book. Well, I think 100 to 150 pages is perfectly adequate. There are a lot of great books that are concise to the point. They're not full of fluff and, you know, pages of diagrams or whatever that aren't really serving the book or the reader. So you can have a great small book and it can be your entry point into the world of being an author. And you can build on that. The other thing that I find with my clients is that they have a huge amount of content that they want to, to create a book out of, but they don't understand that you can't get it all into one book. Right. And actually, it's probably a better idea if you have two books or three books and think about a series, perhaps, so that you're not frustrated by trying to create this all-encompassing, comprehensive book. So what we know about the book world, but also the world in general online now, is the more specific you are, the better success you are going to experience if you're talking to a very targeted audience that's better than trying to be this general master of all things and appealing to everyone which is appealing to no one that's and that's the same philosophy with writing a book you know I think um I think everybody all the listeners and you and I both can agree that um you know, you get often get these business books and some of them are really big and it goes into detail and it really draws it out. And we get through a portion of it and then set it back down and never come back to it. So if that book is small at the 100, 150 um, pages, that's a brief read. You can sit down and read that in one or two sittings or like I, I like to say, if you're on an airplane, it's an easy read, right? Right. I like right. that. So, so the thing is you want to make it worth the reader's time. And the only way it's worth the reader's time is if the reader is engaged and starts to see themselves in ah, your book. That's fantastic. Yeah. Because, you know, you do, there are a lot of fluffy books out there that, that are in my mind, useless or, or very, um, very long and, and drawn out. But yeah, you, you do want to capture because time is the thing that most people have not enough of, right? So if they're going to lift up your book and read it, you want it to be engaging. What are some of the things that you could recommend to make it more engaging? So I've created an online course, and it is the course that helps um, writers create that outline. Mm. And what it does, the approach that I take is that the way to engage the reader is to write um, and create the outline envisioning yourself as a guide. And you have a main character and your book is a story. Now, you're not actually writing a story. You're not right. writing a novel. You're writing okay, a good. Good, because I got nervous there. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not, it's not a story as in a novel. But what's happening is you are identifying the problems that your main character faces. And you as the guide have some solutions and tools to help that character get through their problems and address them so that they are successful in whatever the goal is that they want to achieve in their lives. And you are just the guide. So the, the wonderful um, Donald Miller, who's a marketing guru, he wrote a book called The Story Brand. 
And uh, so this is based on his philosophy. And because I was in marketing and I'm bringing my, my book world and the marketing world together in this idea. And that is, uh, if you think about the story, the first episode of the Star Wars, you know, huge series of movies. The first one, we are introduced to the main character, Luke Skywalker. Luke has internal problems. He's insecure. His parents died. Before, you know, he, he doesn't know who he is. He doesn't know if he's a Jedi. He has external problems, which is the bad guys, the Empire. He meets a guide, Obi-Wan Kenobi, who mm. gives him the tools to deal with his inner confidence and tells him he's a Jedi, trains him to be a Jedi, teaches him how to use a lightsaber, and teaches him how to use the Force. So then what, what happens then is Luke has to decide, am I going to take these tools and this training and use it to accomplish the big goal of my life, which is to defeat the empire? He has to follow the steps and the training throughout the movie that Obi-Wan Kenobi has given him in order to become the hero of his own story. So if you're a writer writing a business book, your reader is Luke Skywalker. You need to know what are the internal problems and the external problems of your reader? What are the tools that you can provide as the guide to your reader to help them overcome those obstacles and problems and become the hero of their own journey? That's how you engage a reader. And far too many business writers are making themselves the hero of the book. So important. Nobody wants to read about somebody else. They only want to read about something that they can do and they can achieve. I love that. I really didn't put the correlation together because so many business books are about um, some sort of framework or, or path or things that they teach. And, and like you said, it's, it's hitting me that it's about the, the author and not the person that you want to engage with. Hmm. So good. So good. Now it has me thinking. So I'm off to write my second book and um, I'm, I'm thinking and using this model. And so if I have maybe a case study of a typical client that I work with, would that be something that I could use? Absolutely. So you're going to delve into what, what are the internal and the external problems of that case person in the case study mm. who, who is sort of typical of your clients. Understand what those internal problems are, the external problems, and then what are the solutions, tactics, tools, and strategies that you provide to help them get over and beyond those problems in order to succeed with the end goal. So the end goal might be you know, having a successful business, seven-figure business, or it's having a, you know, a wealth portfolio of over two million, or like whatever that goal is in life mm -hmm. that you're going to help them with. And and what's going to happen is you're going to provide them with those tools, tips, strategies, and and problem-solving things in every single chapter of your book. Would I use the same character or the same example all the way through the book? Or could I use different examples? So say this one here is an attorney, that one there's a CPA, this one here is a is is a, a consultant, or this one over here is a plumber. Is there any, is that too much or is that too much confusion? Um, I don't know that you 
you need to do, you know, well, more to one case study, just see. use one, I guess. I, I would just use one, but make it, you know, see, because when you distill it all down, a lot of folks have the same problems. Hmm. Doesn't matter if you're a lawyer or a plumber. Right. But, you know, problems with how do you manage your money? How do you invest properly? How do you successfully hire the right people? How do you grow a team? Like whatever those things are, the the contexts are different, but some of those issues are similar. Mm, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So we've got the foundation of our book. Um, you know, if we're going to be talking about our case study, am I going to use the word I a lot, or would I use would I name them um, Sally or Bob, you know? Okay, so remember that one of the goals of this book is to gain authority and credibility for you. So you are sharing out of your knowledge and experience, and you don't need to be shy about that. But what you want to make sure is that you're, stand, you're still in the background as Obi-Wan Kenobi, and the star of the show is the reader. Luke, Luke, love it. Okay, great. So when we're writing this book, um, well, let's kind of go back a little bit because we got into the book for it and we talked briefly. Um, I kind of jumped ahead because I got all excited about the book because this is such a fantastic tool for so many business owners. Can we circle back real quickly and talk about how we could leverage this book as a business owner? So the way you leverage the book is you can see that there is a, a number of different doors that will open to you if you have a book. So for one, there's getting uh, becoming a guest on podcasts. Mm. You know, if you search- Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> I'm doing that right now on your podcast. So you can, there are directories of podcasts and you can find podcasts that are in your wheelhouse and approach them to find out if they would like you as a guest. There are actually services now where, that you can pay them to find you podcast uh, opportunities. So podcasting or start your own, right? You know, start your own with the name of your book or the theme of your book or whatever. And then you get to invite the famous people of the world onto your podcast, which also gains you authority, right? Mm. So like that idea. Thing, the podcast thing can go both ways. You're the guest or you are the podcaster. Okay. Another way is to get onto stages. And even though we've been in COVID for over a year, there are still lots of speaking opportunities on virtual stages. Again, there are services and speaker bureaus that you can go and list your, your credentials and the topics that you can speak on and you can pursue the possibilities of getting speaking opportunities. And sooner or later, we will be back to live events. I hope Please. so. <laughs> yeah, I hope it so. will happen. I don't know when. It's maybe 2022. I don't know. Anyway, so there's those uh, virtual stages, real stages, podcaster, podcast guest. Um, other opportunities that you have are to create a course out of your book, mm. an online course. And online courses are, of course, booming right now. Yes. You could create a mastermind with your book. So you can um, gather together clients that are going to work through your book in a mastermind fashion. 
so that they're not just trying to work through the content of the book alone. They're doing it in a group, which has that tremendous effect of creating a community of support. Mm -hmm. So and a mastermind, meanwhile, earns you, the author, business owner, revenue, right? To run the mastermind. So these are just some of the ways in which you can turn your book into a gener a revenue generating tool. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be selling, I mean, books, if you want to sell books to become a millionaire, you know, it's a long, hard journey. <laughs> it would help if you're already famous. Um, right. And, um, you know, or if you have the talent of J.K. Rowling, for instance, who wrote <laughs> Harry Potter books. Harry yes. Potter books. But, you know, for the most part, you're not going to become a millionaire with your book, but the book is going to give you revenue opportunities that you didn't have before. Love it. So say you're a business owner and um, you're not necessarily looking to jump on stage or run a mastermind. Um, you could use the book as a introductory piece also for, um, for potentially new clients. So they're coming in understanding uh, the process that you do or the results that you can get. So it can be a sales tool as well, right? Absolutely. And you can do online webinars or um, workshops which are now also called master classes. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can use the book as, you know, sign up for my, my workshop and you'll get a free book. And then you use that workshop as a way to lead people into your program, your services, whatever it is you have to offer. I love it. So there's just, I mean, it sounds like we just covered over a half a dozen of them and there's probably a whole lot more that you can use your book with to create that credibility and the authority and expert of your of you in your field. And I think that that's such an important piece right now because most industries are highly commoditized. That means there's a whole bunch of people doing the exact same thing that you are. And if you're not going to be, you know, if, if you're not the lowest price, then it becomes a challenge for you to get the, the higher price for it and being an author. I think elevates that as well, right? Well, absolutely. And for example, if there are event planners looking for speakers to a summit or a conference or whatever, if there's a bunch of people that they're looking at and, and you have written a book and three of the other people haven't, you have a much better chance of being chosen because you've written a book. It just There's just a certain luster about being a, a published author uh, that adds to your credibility and your authority. And it just, it's just a fact. Okay. So we've got the, the how to, and what the book style needs to be. We've got the, the, the benefit of writing this book. So now let's talk about those that can't write it for themselves or just, it's like, it's such a big task for them and they're not able to see themselves sitting down time-wise, energy-wise, to pound out a book, um, how can you help? I can help them understand that it's, it's not as daunting as it seems. If you have a coach who can help you create that strong outline, then the writing of the book goes a lot faster mm. and you write with a lot more confidence if you are following a great outline. Like I have had clients that have come to me and they started writing a book and they got stuck. 
or they yes or as I like to say they drove off into the ditch <laughs> right so if you if you tried to do that and you got stuck and drove off into the ditch probably because you didn't have an outline or you didn't have a very good outline you know it's like you need the rails to stay on the road you know and that's what a great so outline true. And if you've done the thinking, the, th the thought process of creating that great outline, which is what I teach in my course, then you will find that you have already written so much of the book in your head because now you know what you're writing and it makes the writing process go faster. And when you don't have an outline or a, don't have a very good one, you will end up doing a lot more rewriting. Hmm. You'll decide that chapter four should really be chapter three and chapter seven should barely be chapter two. And you know, you're just like, you've just create, like you've doubled your workload if mm. you don't have your act together from the get-go. Right, so great it, point. So I can coach people with the, those feelings of, I'm not a writer, who would write my, who would read my book? There's 50 billion books on my topic already. Like what, right. you know, like, what am I thinking? Like I can help talk people down off the cliff. Perfect, <laughs> well, perfect. And that's, you know, the biggest one, which is imposter syndrome. Mm. Like, I'm not a writer. How can I pre even pretend to be a writer? You know, um, all of that. So I can coach people through those pieces and then help them actually get writing, get the writing done. And I'm their accountability partner to keep them on track with their goals. Good or, point. So if that doesn't work, guess what? I can write the book for them. Yay! It's a lot more expensive, right? Right. It's a lot more of my time. But that is the final fallback position if they just cannot, will not, should not, will, will not try to write their book. So how long does it take for one to write a book of about 100 to 150 pages? How much if, if you know, I mean, we're experts in what we do. We really are. And that confidence thing, once you can say that, yeah, I'm not an imposter and yes, I've got something important to say, how long should it take to write a book of about 100, 150 pages? That depends on how much time you have to devote to it. If you have created the outline up front and done that work and invested that time, it should only take you one to two months, uh, probably, you know, a couple of hours a day, not even that, maybe an hour a day. Um, but with, again, with the outline and with coaching and accountability, staying on track, it, it's not that hard to come up with. 100 to 150 pages. So 100 and 150 pages is, um, and so so I'm thinking it's not going to be that fine print that you get in like a novel or something. You know, it's it's going to be a little bit bigger, maybe double double page or double spaced and and that kind of format, right? So I mean, your writing goes a lot farther. It does, and <laughs> again, once you start understanding that in each chapter you're going to be giving your readers something to do at the end of each chapter Ooh, that's you're good gonna, you're going to come up with you know um little exercises like homework for them to do so that that's what engages them and, and encourages them to apply what they've learned in that chapter with some direct actions it's like a call to action that's not a marketing call to action it's a transformational call to action. And what you really want your book to do is to, uh, the promise of your book is some kind of transformational experience for your reader. 
you want them to read your book and by the end of the book they are now in a different place mm. than they were before they picked up your book so that's the promise of your book which should be the subtitle of your book and it should be explained in the introduction to your book is what are you promising this makes so much sense you've you've given me visuals on the book we're telling a story about um our potential client or our, our client that we've already worked with and the things that they're going through. And we're giving them call to actions at the end of each chapter to learn something and, and put into action for what you're showcasing them for. Um, and, and then you're, you're putting it in the title and in the introductory. This is fantastic. It's giving me, it's giving me such a vision for my next book that I want to write, but let me ask you something. So many people don't want to give away the house, you know, or give away the cow. They want to hold something back. What is your thoughts on telling everything, all of your secret sauce, or telling them just enough to cook them to buy your product or buy your service? the whole shebang in the book it's a it's a teaser but at the same time it has to demonstrate to the reader that you you made a promise in that book and you delivered mm -hmm. so your promise isn't the the full deal but now that now that you've earned their trust because you've shown that you've kept your promise and the book did benefit their lives. Now they have a lot more incentive. And by the way, you put at the very end of your book, the real call to action, which is, hey, you know, if you have found this book to be beneficial and you would like to work with me, here are the ways that you work with me. So your okay. book then becomes that tool to lead them into all of the other great things that you can do for them. Love it. And um, just because you give away something that you do doesn't mean they have the capability of doing it themselves. That's one of my philosophies. You can give away the quite a bit. Um, but I think I think this goes back to your idea of having multiple books. In the first book, you're not giving away the whole thing, but you're giving away maybe, you know, the first portion of it or, um, you know, the step one of, of, a, of a three or four course process that will help you achieve the final goal. Um, you know, maybe it's the first step, right? right, that you're putting in. So there'll always be opportunities for them to, you know, do this foundational step so they can be more ready and willing to work with you and they'll have a head start or at least understand your, your philosophies going in. I like it. Well, and, and see, here's the thing. People can learn and have their minds changed or um, their ideas about themselves, about life, about their business altered to some extent through the reading of a book. Mm -hmm. I mean, a book can be a very powerful um, catalyst for change in a person's life. But most of us find that the, the real, the, the most intense and effective learning experiences we have are when we have a mentor, mm, right. a coach, right. uh, somebody who's holding us accountable, who inspires us, who helps us pick ourselves up off the floor when we fail 
And that's the relationship that you're building in the book. You're cultivating that relationship so that when Luke comes back to Obi-Wan Kenobi, you know, near the end of the book, he still needs Obi-Wan Kenobi's help. He right. needs that encouragement. He needs a little shot in the arm. And so you're providing a relationship of them getting to know, like, and trust you so that they will continue to work with you. Fantastic. This has been a great conversation, Rochelle. I'm just, it really gives me the clarity on the purpose for a good business tool, business book as a tool. And I think that um, hopefully you've encouraged a bunch of listeners to say, yeah, I think I could do that. And especially with someone's help or framework and, and, and steps that they need to take. Rochelle, where can listeners find out more about you? You can go to my website, which is rochellewiseman.com. And I'm also providing a free gift today. And I think you're going to be putting the URL for that. Yes. Uh, and it's rochellewiseman.com slash VIP hyphen gift. And that is a, a book that I created, which is called Write a Book to Grow Your Business. It's just a little PDF, but it gives you some of the ideas that I covered here today and Fantastic. a few more. Fantastic. So helpful. And I know this is what many people need, even experienced people, and I am not even experienced in writing a book. I got one out, but I didn't say it was good. But it, it's a nice tool that will help people get that momentum going so they can get that book out there and, and lift up their credibility and their expert status even more so. So this is awesome. Thank you. Thanks again for having me as your guest. You bet. So thanks listeners. I hope you found um, an idea or two that you can put into your business to help your business become more profitable. And we know that book writing will help that. So considered what happening to businesses over the past year and now even more, than ever, it's important to create your own profit plan so that you too can have a thriving business. To further help my listeners, I put together six tips that will help you improve your profitability right now. So go pick those up at my website at trajectorybiz.com. That's T-R-J-E-C-T-O-R-Y-B-I-Z.com. And Rochelle and I would love to hear your questions and give us some feedback or, hey, I'd even love some ideas for future shows. So please subscribe and comment on today's podcast. And as always, you can catch Profit and Plan, Profit with a Plan on any of your favorite podcast players. And we're looking forward to more great profitable information on next week's show. So until then, make your plans and profit with them. Thanks, Rochelle. Thanks. I'll see you. Bye-bye.